This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast, a weekly look at the Seattle Sounders FC. Nerdy soccer culture, cutting Eastern Washington commentary sometimes, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. Should have turned the fan on, and I'm talking quite a, kind of quiet because I've got a toddler sleeping in the room next to me. From 1077 The End, mornings, I'm Gregor. He's been in the locker room, on the pitch, and in the stats booth, never at Lumen Field, but many times at whatever it was called before. <laughs> He's Spokane Brandon. Spokandon, actually, first of all. Uh, that's my Gen Z name. And uh, <laughs> second of all, when you said that you should have turned the fan on, it reminded me of uh, at the old studio... The, that you used to work i mean it's still the current studio but yeah. it's now the old studio to me uh every time you'd be in the middle of a podcast and all of a sudden you would start to hear just like in the background this only it would be like yeah exactly yeah as the hvac for the professional recording studio is uh is louder than the the microphone the host on microphone really cool stuff really yeah cool. awesome Anyway, hi. Hey. <laughs> Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Definitely five stars. Primarily, though, we'd like you to leave us a comment. We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Yeah, from 2012 Freddie Montero to 2021 Freddie Montero. Which way do you go? I, uh, well, hey, first of all, that's a very personal question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second of all, I will Don't say... Don't talk to Gen Z about that. <laughs> I, I like I like tatted up, uh, nothing to lose, uh, coffee owning, coffee shop owning 2021 Freddie Montero. How do you say old man in... <laughs> In Spanish, because I want it to be old man. I don't. I don't know. Um, um something hombre. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's right. But uh, like Vallejo, maybe. Okay. Anyway, uh, oh. I like. I'm. I'm all about old man Freddie Montero because he used to drive me absolutely bonkers uh, as a young Freddie Montero playing for Seattle Sounders FC. He never played back. Never tracked back. Always left people exposed. Ridiculous. Anciano. That's Anciano. how you say old man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Freddie Montero, uh, who's probably like. 30 now <laughs> it's like 32 i think yeah. yeah this week the best start equal best start to an mls campaign for them ever seattle sounders fc take on the i didn't know the the wonderful wonder i hate one. that i hate that the who's the who's your daddy san jose earthquakes no better <laughs> quick and bakes full 90 podcast.com well then the fartland timbers played like they were a 40 year old managing a buzz on their way to a baseball game in a few hours and put in their full 82. Shoutouts to Cool Keith. Not sure what they were thinking, since pickle season doesn't start until June, or Junio in Italian, if we're going in other languages. And anyone playing along on Duolingo, add what, me, at, at what, Hey Gregor. What is pickles? What is the is pickles, pickles like baseball? A, is that's that like what, 
It's like a 1A. It's like the Everett Aqua Sox. Equivalent. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. And former Seattle Seahawks kicker John Ryan is a partial owner. Of the Pickles? Yeah. Of the, like this of the league or of like a team? Like the Pickles is a team in Portland. Portland, Portland Pickles. Portland Pickles. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, there are so many wiener jokes that we should have been making about Portland that we did not know about. That I personally did not know about, and I'm blaming <laughs> you at this point. Yeah, I mean, I take full, full responsibility <laughs> yeah, for the that. The Portland Pickles? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Seattle played the first half like they were still pissed off that the alarm went off too early, which is fair because it was a new match, which is ridiculous for professional athletes who play in primetime. I guess at least it wasn't the NWSL Challenge Cup final, which started at 10 a.m. Oh, the final? Portland. Yeah, the final of the tournament oh started gosh. at 10 a.m. What kind of back-ass country is this? Well, <laughs> we did spend four years in the Dark Ages, so I guess that would... <laughs> So. You asked that right after we got done talking about a team called the actual Portland Pickles. So <laughs> I don't got beef with the Portland Pickles. I just think it's ridiculous that women play not on the prime day at 10 a.m. Yeah. Just in case there's like another sporting or, I don't know, antiques roadshow conflict <laughs> that they don't want to go up against. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's either like the professional bowling league is is what get, or like professional darts is what gets in the way of a uh, ESPN kick like uh, ESPN three kickoff times and it's the antique road show <laughs> on the O network. <laughs> uh, that's on PBS. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, for okay. As, uh, a, as a listener supporter, I, uh, I wanted you to get, get that right. You know what was what was hard? Uh, what was difficult? Sorry, yeah. Portland Pickles. Uh, what was difficult <laughs> this this week during this twelve o'clock match? is that uh, we had my mother we live in the same town we live literally a mile down the street from my mother-in-law and uh, my father-in-law can relate we uh, yeah you can what's up Deb Uh, Deb Uh, we had a um, uh, whatchamacallit like a Mother's Day brunch and my wife had been planning this for like the week ahead. She was like, we're going to have my mom and dad over for uh, for Mother's Day brunch. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then I realized that the game was on at noon. And I said, hey, Catherine, <laughs> during brunch, I'm going to be watching the game. Is that cool? And she was like, it, it, no. Zero percent cool. <laughs> yeah. And my, and my father-in-law, who, uh, who comes in, he goes, oh, sweet. Seattle is on. Who are they playing? The Timberwolves. Nice. <laughs> Okay, Brand, I got to tell you, I think we're living in a simulation. <laughs> okay? Okay. Because I go over to Deb's house and uh, Mother's she's, Day. She's wa- Mother's Day. Yeah. And she's watching the Atlanta United game. You know, the team that didn't exist when she right. left there. Because um, she's a huge fan. Huge fan. Uh, she, yeah. No, actually, I will give her credit. She is a huge fan. She like went on and on and on about Yosef Martinez scoring his first goal after being injured for a year, this and that, right? Aw, cool, Deb. So, like, Credit where credit's due, but sure. also they weren't a team when she lived there. Seattle Sounders FC went to the playoffs, you know, 17 times in five years or whatever. <laughs> she can't be bothered to make that her squad, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, I get over there and that game is on. I haven't said anything about the Sounders. I'm not going to be. I just have accepted that I'm going to have to watch it on DVR and not follow along on the Internet. And that's how it's going to be fine. Kid's going to nap at one. I have plenty of time to catch up. Um, I get over there and she was like, uh, oh, the sound is on after this. We're putting that on. And I was like, all right. And she goes, okay. they're, playing the, they're playing the Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, apparently that's the thing. That's the, I'd like to petition to call them the Fartland Timberwolves from Fartland here Fartland Timberwolves from, from now. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. Somehow. The, I don't think the league really thought this one through where they were like, let's put our prime time. Double header matchup on TV at 
um, you know, the first game is at 9 <laughs> a.m. and noon on Mother's Day. Because no matter what, in one of those time zones, that's going to be a mess. Yeah. What like what was happening on ESPN on Sunday night that they had to boot all of the MLS games for the for the day slots? <laughs> yeah, it's like the, you know, the 27th game of the C- MLB season yeah. featuring yeah. the team you don't know anything about and the other team that you've never heard of. Cool. It's like professional cornhole darts. It's where they attach a bunch of darts to the outside of the cornhole things and then they play dodgeball with them. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I yeah. actually that. That holds up. Yeah, sounds great. Better <laughs> than baseball. Darts. Also, cornhole cornhole darts is a terrible porn name. Just like <laughs> you did call it cornhole darts there first. So, <laughs> what you gonna do? Oh. So, congratulations, Seattle Sounders FC. Only giving up uh, goals from free kicks. Yeah. So, the, in that first game, they you know, or the the first game that they gave up a goal against LAFC, New who mm-hmm. is like, hey, should I lay? But remember this, yeah, like New who says, should I lay behind the thing? And Stephen Fry says no. And then uh, and New who says okay. And then Atuesta scores a free kick under the goal, something that we've talked about on every podcast since, and probably will never get over. Yeah. The uh, this game, then they have a shutout, and then they go into this game against uh, whoever it was, the Timberwolves, and. Um, <laughs> And so you can see Raul Rui Diaz laying behind the wall and he looks so happy and uncomfortable at the same time. Like I couldn't quite tell, like he kept kind of scooting back and forth like a little Peruvian caterpillar, <laughs> like a little, like a fat little guinea pig, just kind of scooting his way. He was ready to do the worm. He was like ready, <laughs> yeah. but like, I don't know yeah. if it's time yet. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and so obviously the Sounders are like, okay, free kick from basically the same exact spot as the one from Matuesta. We're going to put, of course, Raul Rui Diaz down there <laughs> for some reason <laughs> instead of new who uh the wall jumps and it doesn't matter because this time uh whoever it was that shot it espria or whatever uh kicked it and curved it around the wall uh and it makes me think why why wasn't new who being held aloft like um uh dirty dancing style above their heads just oh or i when he said that in my mind i imagined them grabbing him by the ankles and then and spinning just twirling around and then like <laughs> hitting the incoming ball like with a bat that and, is the sport that espn kicked all the mls games <laughs> to midday for if they use toddlers then i'm an expert at the sport already <laughs> like it's like you're just in the back in the back uh the backyard playing toddler baseball with Lori. <laughs> who is this fun for absolutely <laughs> nobody except the parents <laughs> out the dog is pretty pumped about it she gets to chase that ball and bring it back that's pretty fun bite the kid it's pretty yeah, exciting it's perfect you end up with a little uh, kid dog chain twirling around the backyard kid dog chain <laughs> that's my rap name also <laughs> <laughs> the old kdc okay that's good yeah, yeah um sounders with a great start to the season jeremiah oshan on twitter points out that 10 points through four matches and tied for the best start in franchise history they started 5-0-1 a couple seasons ago in 2019 what wait how did that end up again did that end up with us getting tattoos yeah it did end us which is unfortunate because uh i don't know if i want any more tattoos <laughs> too bad bro <laughs> okay <laughs> locked in for life yeah. we like we have some sort of falling out in 10 years from now and like 30 years from now the sounders score or like win their 14th mls cup and we have to get back together and sit for like a five-hour session get the pod back together <laughs> if question for you and for anyone listening you can hit us up at full 90 podcast on twitter i'm curious to know if you could get a neck tattoo with raul Ruiz diaz and it didn't have to be about any religion or anything. You could just get something. 
and you'd go at the same time as him, would you get a neck tattoo? Because you'd be tattoo bros forever. Oh, yeah. You'd be like... Super Rui Diaz tattoo bros? Yeah, eternally linked to Raul Rui Diaz, uh, which he seems like a pretty fun guy. Yeah. He, he seems like he, he loves... He seems like a guy who would take his kid and go play some toddler uh, dog chain dog chain? baseball. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down. Okay, <laughs> great. Sure that right. Good, good, good. <laughs> Uh, you know what? The Sounders are on their like best. Oh, 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 let me answer the question first of all. Yes, absolutely. Neck tattoo. I'm getting a neck tattoo with Raul Ruiz. Yes. Are you? Yeah, buddy. That okay. sounds good. Yeah, I'm in. Why not? Yeah. Like, yeah. If like people are like, oh my god. I mean, I, I'm already unemployable outside of radio. Sure. Like, what would I do? Like, <laughs> I I already feel silly enough explaining why I have two stars tattooed on my forearm to my friends at work. So, <laughs> what's a neck tattoo gonna change? <laughs> what's that for? Oh. Uh, I, I got it with a professional soccer. I got me and him went in and got, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Cheez-Its tattooed on our, on our necks. Please, please don't, please tell me there's no Cheez-Its in the room and that's just what came to mind. It wasn't something that you looked at like my toddler. And <laughs> there are, said. there are no Cheez-Its in the room. <laughs> yes. I don't know why. It's like, it's like when I, I, I reach deep into the, into the, my brain and that's Cheez-Its is what I pulled out. Dude, it, you, you don't have to know why Cheez-Its are f- delicious. They are. They are good. They I almost bought good. some yesterday, but I had some little powdered white donuts in my bag already at the, at the cart or the, in the basket. And I couldn't yeah, yeah. get both. Yeah. I mean, I could cause I'm an adult, but I wonder as if my you... wife would point out, I'm not very good at it. So I wonder, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you could like, um, dual purpose this neck tattoo. Like, could you go um, and, like, write a letter to Cheez-Its and say, like, hey, I got a neck tattoo with uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz. He's a professional soccer player. I got Cheez-Its tattooed. We both got Cheez-Its tattooed on our necks. We got twin twin Cheez-It tattoos. They're flavor blasted. And uh, I would just like to know if... Uh, if you could just sponsor us, like sponsor sponsor our our Cheez-Its. Uh, I did a quick Googling here, and the most valuable Peruvian brands at the top in 2020, Cristal, a beer brand owned by Union de Cervecerias. Yeah. Cervecerias. Cervecerias, yeah. 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 Perunas, Bacas y Yonstone was the most valuable Peruvian brand with a brand value of 1.29 billion U.S. dollars. We're getting beer logos tattooed on our necks with Raul Ruiz Diaz, bro. Absolutely. As long as they are Cheez-It flavored. Uh, is he... That is the worst sounding beer ever. But maybe <laughs> so if that's was, the Jones Soda beer. <laughs> maybe if it was a warm beer on a cold day. Cheese flavored beer. <laughs> just, cheese, just cheese soup at that point. It's just Cheez-It soup. <laughs> anyway, um, he's Peruvian, right? I got that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, good. Sure. Just me. Just, just making sure that's good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, the sounder, this is uh, interesting. So, I, you know, you, you posted Jeremiah's tweet in here. Ten points in their first four matches. Their yeah. best start in franchise history was actually in 2019. They went 5-0-1. So, what's that? 15 points, right? And so, the best that the Sounders can do Wait, this is that, year. Is that O? Is that? I never know how MLS does it. Is it five wins? <sighs> you know what? You're right. That's 16 points. That's five wins, zero losses, and one draw. Wow. Um, the best the Sounders can do through five, or I guess that's through six games this year, if they win both of these games, is 16 points. So they very well could tie uh, tie their 2019 record uh, in the upcoming matches. Now, in 2019, what didn't happen is the Sounders didn't start off hot, hot. and then go and win and stay hot, hot throughout the entire season and go and win the MLS Cup because of or sorry they did go and win the mls cup they didn't win the supporter shield because 
in the middle of the season, something that we're gonna that's gonna happen this year as well. You lose all of your players to international call-ups, and the Sounders are stacked with uh, international players uh, as they as they always are. As Raul Ruiz Diaz will be going back to Peru to play in the Copa America, for instance. Exactly. I do have an idea for who we could replace somebody on the field with because yeah. there's somebody that needs a job right now. Winner of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I can't remember the horse's name. It's like Med- it the- Medina Spirit, I think. Was it? Now, question. Yeah. Was it the horse or the jockey that got popped for drugs? The horse. God damn it. You can't leave horses alone at all. <laughs> and it was for cocaine. And we know one thing about Medina Spirit, and he loves to party. <laughs> he's the he's the new Spuds McKenzie for anyone alive in the 80s. <laughs> um, do, what, the, the horse is like over there like, hey, what are you smoking over there? It's just hay. It's just, just hey, it's just hey, it's it's nothing. It's mind uh, your business, it, farmer. It's, it's for my glaucoma. <laughs> my horse glaucoma. <laughs> Sounders injury generator. <laughs> ah. Horse glaucoma. <laughs> oh no. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh well, so yeah, the the Kentucky Derby winner uh, got blamed well, oh, so first of all, the Kentucky Derby winner got disqualified or it's it's in a, a petition right now, like tested positive for whatever drugs because you can't keep uh, a horse from partying. And the <laughs> owner of the Kentucky Derby winner named Medina Spirit or something like that, some weird yeah. horse name, mm-hmm. uh, went on Fox News and blamed cancel culture for the horse's law <laughs> for the horse getting drug tested, uh, which, in my opinion, is a terrible obviously stupid thing to say uh but also gives us a very easy out when the sounders lose their first game of the season <laughs> cancel culture they, they didn't lose they, they they it's cancel culture well first of all if you're going by fox news then you just say they didn't lose they won and this is a fix <laughs> this is yeah stop the count right now sounders support shield <laughs> support shield champions yeah great so i i feel like almost half of america would agree with this logic right now so yeah that's great okay yeah yeah, so anyway, I'm just saying, when they're short on people and they need someone fast out on the wing that's maybe also on drugs, we have exactly the person for you. So. A horse. And we already have, our, our wingers already have horse glaucoma, so it's really a one-to-one type of <laughs> The training of staff is already up to speed. It's no yeah. big deal. We're great. <laughs> horse glaucoma. <laughs> what is Nuhu eating? Hey. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, I had not seen this, and when I read your text message about it today, I got so excited without having seen it and the assumption, just knowing what a disaster it was going to be. You uh, sent me a message about the new Columbus crew. Oh. Uh, you've seen the new Columbus logo, yeah? Is what it's, it said. And I was like, oh, oh boy, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it is not the Columbus crew logo, I should uh-huh. say. Because yeah. not only these, the most recent champions of MLS Cup are mm. rebranding for summer. This team, the the Save the Crew, Columbus crew, the team that like based their entire stay in this city campaign around Save the Crew, this team that's been around since 1996, the founding of this league, uh, the new owners want to rename them uh, the Columbus SC, uh, Columbus South Carolina. That's what I said to Lori, my <laughs> I wife. I was like, uh, I was like, now they're just called Columbus SC, and she was like, like South Carolina, and I was like, ah, oh, you're trying to become a global icon. You use SC first of all, soccer yeah, club. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Their, their excuse is uh, their excuse to rename and to rebrand the club is that uh, Columbus SC is uh, as a, an attempt to become a more global brand, a more global brand for a 
Columbus-based soccer club uh, where most people around the globe, when they think of the United States, are like, "Mm, yes, Columbus, Ohio. Is that where Drew Carey's from? No, that's Cleveland. That's that's still Cleveland. <laughs> is that is that where the baseball hall of fame is? No, 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 no. That's uh that's Canton. So yeah. right. Oh, is it is it where the, the the good chili is? Nope, nope. Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati. Oh, is it where that really kind of half-assed heavy metal festival was for a few years? Rock on Range. And like, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, oh, Columbus. No, oh. oh, at Map Free Stadium. Cool. Oh yeah, LeBron. LeBron's fr- no Akron. That's Akron. <laughs> the Black Keys. Nope, also Akron. <laughs> also Akron. Actually, everything's in Akron. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, I just like I've had a, the fortunate life to travel a little bit, and you go places, and they're like, "Where are you from?" And the further away the language is, the less that they've ever heard the word Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them because there's like 20 cities in China with 10 million people, and I've heard of like five of them at this point, and so I, I have no concept of any other place other than my own because I'm ignorant. But you go to other places and you're like, Seattle, they're like, New York? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yep. yep. You know one. Los Angeles? Up from there. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah. Got it. So it's um, Columbus trying to, I think that's just a bunch of crap and they just want to, they're just trying to sell some New Jerseys. Well, Wait. let's talk about the beautiful design though. Oh it my is. gosh. Okay. So apparently you look at it and it's this weird shape, right? It's like a trapezoid mm. that's been notched out in the bottom middle apparently it's the shape it's the actual shape of the ohio state flag which i didn't know that you didn't have to be a rectangle first of all so the ohio state flag is this like weird pennant type shape thing but it's not a full pennant because the 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 tip of it is you know uh, looks like a snake tongue it's like it's cold out or something like that It's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, and so it's just you know, whoop, right, right back up in itself, um, and then the C, it's like the weirdest shape. Like we don't have to spend the whole time, uh, the whole podcast dunking on Columbus, but it's 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 Columbus. Sorry, the Chicago Fire rebrand mm. looks professional next to this. Like there's oh, this weird notched yellow triangle that is nothing uh columbus and s and the sc are both not even within the parameter of the logo they're just kind of words and letters slapped on top and on bottom so at the end of the day i think maybe they're trying to really lean into this c brand uh but that doesn't say columbus maybe they're trying to do a cincinnati thing but like where the c becomes iconic but you take that c out of the logo it's nothing it's like a weird shape it kind of looks like a g it's uh the C looks like what you would use to remove staples from a bulletin board. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It has that it kind looked, of yeah, well those little claw those little claw clipper things, right? Yeah, so if you took a rectangle and it was a tall rectangle, right? And you took a triangle out of the bottom of it. So you had like this weird like five sided shape. Um, you would have this C that you're trying to fit in there, and so there's this empty space. So what do they do to make it symmetrical? They just add a random They put a Dorito in it. it. So what it looks like to me is you took the like that Columbus thinks that they have been the I don't know captain like you know Russell Wilson wears the captain C on his yeah. NFL jersey yeah. it looks like they're trying to do that only with angular shapes I disagree with you though I do think it is better than the Chicago Fire or whatever they're called now whatever Chicago's new logo is that's the worst piece of garbage on the planet that it literally looks like someone used construction paper to build a <laughs> to build a professional sports team logo at least this one is <laughs> sharp what what does it for me it literally literally sharp (laughs) like if if you turn this into what it's one of those things that women can wear on their keys so they can stab potential abductors (laughs) yeah see already better you're making the argument for me thank you to me uh there's a branding opportunity for columbus right there 
Uh, <laughs> new merch? New merch? Great. For me, Chicago went from like a a bad logo to a bad logo. Columbus went from a somewhat good logo, even though it's maybe a little bit boring, maybe a little bit generic, to a just bad logo. So to yeah. me, it's like a huge step down, which is what makes it worse than the, than the Chicago one. Because the Chicago one is just boring. And it's like, um, it is more Doritos than the Columbus one, to be fair, which might make it a good thing. I think that the um, I think that the Chicago one is literally bad, and this one is just a bad move. Sure. Um, instead of it being, I think like it's the, also bad. Like all of those design flaws that I was just talking. Like if you yeah. look at it from a designy, like from a designer perspective, mm-hmm. and I'm no professional graphic designer, but I've watched enough YouTube videos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at this thing, like if you pick it apart, there is nothing other than the shape of the flag of of Ohio, which encompasses all of the cities in Ohio. It is not like iconic to Columbus, the city itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like when you try to start to look at representation of what this logo means, you just have a wonky shaped C, a weird triangle, a weird shaped crest, and then Columbus SC on the outside. So from a design perspective, it's nothing. It's nothing good. It's it's not a good design. Like when you look at it, you aren't like, wow, that's a cool logo. If you looked at it next to all of these global, if they want to be globally iconic, if you look next to it, like look at it next to all of these global soccer uh, brands, you're gonna it's gonna look like a minor league team. I mean, if you're Montreal at this point who released that <laughs> manhole cover of a of a <laughs> of a logo a few months ago, you must be feeling great. Your job is secure there because yeah. man, there's, there's a lot of other garbage flying around it, right? Garbage. Yeah. Speaking of angles, uh, I don't know what this is about, but you put something in here. It's called the nice Ocelles triangle, and I love it. So Aaron Merritt on Twitter hit us up to send us a picture of the possibly the best bit of math that this podcast has ever encountered since we unlocked the code of conversion rates to Canada, right? Obviously. Um, and that is, if you wanted to make an isosceles triangle, and that is one where it has two, what do you call it, when the, um, when the angles, two equal angles, and one that is uh, acute, and then the other two are equal. I don't know how to describe an isosceles triangle, but if you wanted to start with one that was four, 42.0, if that was your um, your acute angle at the top, the other two to make it work would have to be 69. <laughs> so you have two 69s and a 420, is what you're trying to say? <laughs> and and it's titled, Nisosceles Triangle. That's perfect. That's just, perfect. Just need to add that in there. I'm just, about- I'm just glad that we have people who know math uh, uh, tweeting at us so thank you <laughs> i'm not you know looking at his uh, profile picture i'm not sure that aaron actually knows math <laughs> he doesn't know math but he knows reddit <laughs> no he could actually I'm, I'm zooming in with that hat i think that it's possible anyway aaron is a longtime friend of the pod we appreciate you doing that dude thank you so much <laughs> no all right if i'm looking at this guy uh and i'm looking at if i had to base whether or not he knows math just based off of his profile photo yeah i'm saying the guy at least passed calculus in high school He's he's better put together than the Columbus Crew logo, that's for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, how about that RSL Rubio Rubin goal? That- it's I, I swear every goal scored this year in every game is is trying to win goal of the season. <laughs> <laughs> except except there must for be a bonus we don't know about yeah it's it's uh so yeah rsl rubio rubin if you haven't well also rubio rubin sounds like like a evil character from an, a 1980s uh like international miami uh police flick his parents were thinking branding when they named him they were yeah. like this rubio guy. rubin uh, uh actor so, 
uh, professional athlete, designer, something. He's going to yeah. be known. So he, he scores an insane uh, bicycle kick, takes it off his chest, bicycle kick into not quite the corner. Like it could have been saved probably, but it was, it was pretty great, but it looked like you put in the notes here. It looked not as good, but still had uh, harkens back to Patrick Iani's scissor kick goal of the year. Yeah. I mean, anyone should know that, right? Uh, not yeah. Wayne Rooney, get out of here with your uh, flying overhead bicycle kick. This guy, this guy's a full on Iani. Uh, that's the goal. Everyone thinks of though, when noi vediamo una bicicleta, vero? Still don't know Spanish. <laughs> Also, it's Italian. <laughs> I should know more Italian. I don't know any Italian. Hey, how about how we're 30 minutes into this and we've barely talked about the soccer match that happened on the other day? <laughs> we've talked about a lot about Columbus, though. Yeah, Sounders win two. Hold on. I'm okay. not ready okay. Yet. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a sumo tournament that started. <laughs> Perfect. All right, 30 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> I haven't watched a single minute of it yet. So we okay. can't uh, we can't go there just yet. Okay, so yeah, a big 2-1 win on the road for Seattle Sounders FC. We've already talked about how they're top of the league right now, which is pretty pretty sweet for obvious reasons being in first place. But also it's so early on and you got to get through Copa America and all the internationals and everything. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about this. Um, August 1st through August 28th, we'll look at that kind of window to see where this team is because anyone can make a run because it's playoff-based sports. So you just got to be there, get into play, which is um, a strength that Seattle's had for quite some time now. Right now, there isn't really a team, like if you look across the league, which I seldom do, but if you do, and you there, it doesn't really seem like there's a team playing as consistent as the Sounders are right now. So if the Sounders do what they did in 2019, and in this first half of the season until August, build up a huge point base so that they can just the bed for an entire month while players are gone for uh, international duty then then they might have done just enough to you know win the west right maybe not the supporter shield i would love that yeah. uh like they're playing like they want that right now uh, can they keep up that form i don't know because you 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 put a note here and i think brian schmetzer put it put it well in the first half it looked like one team played at midweek at altitude and it is not the portland timbers that's what brian schmetzer said at half uh, and you put in the notes here, uh, Sounders did not bring the confidence earned in the first three matches into this one. And yeah, they came out slow. They came out sloppy. Rui Diaz was putting his shots everywhere except in the goal. How many times are those dummies going to say fluffed it in one broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> I heard both of them say it and uh, and one of them twice. So. <laughs> oh, Rui Diaz has fluffed it again. <laughs> I, I swear, like Twelman finds a word and then he's just he just sticks to it. Well, that's uh, unfortunately that is um, that is a broadcaster's deficiency. That is a crutch developed, and those things are hard to break when you're not um, even for longtime broadcasters. I'll say it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give twelve men a little bit of that. Um, uh, something I noticed in the match: Yamar was awesome, and as he gets to full fitness, which is probably about now, the guy looks incredible. But he is so. Thick. I feel like he's thicker than ever. He's a big boy. Well, I still like, don't think he's Roman. Yeah, I don't think he's Roman Torres thick yet, but he is. He is filling that role. He's filling those shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time he like stuck a foot in to kick it, the ball didn't just like get poked away. He kicked it to goddamn Pluto every single time. Man, it was like <laughs> I would not want to be on the receiving end of one of those thighs, man. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, he he uh, he. So we were wondering after the last match against LA, where the Sounders looked great on defense against the Galaxy. Uh, they come out there and uh, Yamar gets trotted out there again, 
uh, with his horse glaucoma and all. And he that was new. Who? Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I I, th- I thought it was contagious. Uh, Yamar goes out there and looks solid. I mean, even Twelman at some point says Yamar has had himself a game. I we we put out a tweet on Full Ninety Podcast at one point that said Yamar looks like he never wants to touch the bench again. He doesn't even want to hear the word bench in English, Spanish, Italian, whatever language you might say it in. He is him and the bench are diametrically opposed. He will never ride the bench ever again uh because the way that he's playing the tackles that he's making are uh are not ariaga ish they are they are safe he seems to be in position at all times there were a couple times where he maybe looked like he got pulled out but they never led to really clear opportunities on the other hand our buddy new who played like old who this weekend um he that first half at least that guy was making some bad touches, some bad uh, placements, some doing some bad runs. It was there was not a lot of positive things to say about the guy that, of course, Taylor Twelman wanted to speak positively of for the whole match. He wasn't giving him anything. He didn't quite reach poohoo levels, but he certainly was not playing like the player that we had seen. Schmetzer, you know, at half spoke with John Champion and. Um, He looked pissed off, and it certainly seems like the team was kicked in the ass a little bit because some of those mistakes of the first half, that sleepiness was shaken off. Will Bruin comes off the pitch in the second half uh, to be replaced by Freddie Montero, and they, like, focused in on him right before that, and I was like, oh, my God, I know who Will Bruin reminds me of, finally. Did you ever watch the show Psych? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like did. James Roday from Psych. Okay. okay. <laughs> Only like way fitter because he's a professional athlete. I was like, oh my God, no wonder I like you. You're Psych. Oh, that's amazing. Or Skype, as I would call him to annoy my wife. So <laughs> there we go. Anyway, um, Brad Smith, you're worried about him. Yeah, you know what? Uh, first of all, thank you. We've gotten like many suggestions about what to call the uh, the Golden Bogan Hogan instead. <laughs> first of all, if you haven't said, if you've said that out loud, you're not set, sending a suggestion of what to what to name it because you already know it's perfect. Golden Bogan Hogan is the Golden Bogan Hogan, and it's not changing. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, Scuba Steve says I was going to call it the gold, the Golden Croc. Uh, because I, I guess Crocs are Australian and also crocodiles. Great. Uh, David Horm. Uh, There's like a whole show based on that yeah, premise. Yeah. The crocodile hunter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, David Horm tweets in and he says, in case this name, in case the golden Bogan Hogan doesn't stick, which it will, <laughs> which it will, uh, he submits. Obviously we're not letting go. Yeah. The golden Bogan Hogan is the golden Bogan Hogan. Uh, we will lose listeners over this if we have to. <laughs> Uh, he says that uh, he submits the golden UG. Apparently, the UG is a uh, uh, American, or sorry, a, uh, an Australian brand, the UG boot, um, which doesn't make any sense to me because Australia seems warm and UGs seem like things that you wear in cold places. But whatever. Yeah, I had no idea about that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we really are idiots, obviously, because we didn't see the golden boomerang as being oh, an option. Oh, idiots. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, obviously, we can't turn back on the Golden Bogan Hogan. <laughs> Just not. Like saying it is one thing, but hearing you say it. <laughs> you Isn't GBH the Golden Bogan Hogan? Isn't that what like the Alex Rodriguez uses to hit a million home runs or whatever? <laughs> it's for his horse glaucoma, damn it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That brings us to the most important player for Seattle. It's the horse drugs man of the match. <laughs> Your horse drugs man of the horse match. Drugs. Horse drugs. <laughs> I, I, I would whinny like a horse right now or like, <laughs> but I don't know how. <laughs> Your horse drugs man of the match is Kellen Rowe. <laughs> horse drugs. What are you looking at, Enum Claw? <laughs> it's for my horse glaucoma. <laughs> Uh, I, I say Kellen Rowe because look, Freddie Montero scores a goal. He has yeah. a, he has a spot. Uh, you know he has a shout for man of the match. Um, Rui Diaz has a goal. He has a shout for man of the match. Stephen Fry reaches his thousandth save as an as a professional keeper. Um, he has plenty of saves during the match. Saves the penalty that has to get re- retaken. Um, all of that stuff. Kellen Rowe. Uh, this there was like one time where he knocks one of the Portland players over. And one of the Timberwolves players over, and um, he just stares him down, and he like backs away slowly, staring him down the entire time. He lets out this sly little smile, and then winks at him, and turns around and walks away, and it gets immediately subbed out. But that was like for me the moment of the match by a long shot. This guy who like grew up in Federal Way, played his entire career in between like New England and whatever other club he played at. Uh, and then comes to Seattle and instantly inserts himself into this rivalry to the point where like the Portland Timberwolves um, Reddit uh, Reddit thread and their entire subreddit are talking about how much they hate Kelvin Rowe after playing in this game one time. So he, for that alone, because of his massive cojones, gets uh, the man of the match in my book. I mean, Freddie Montero scores a goal again against Portland, and they don't even like that. Like, oh, that guy sucks. But like, yeah. no, this guy who looks at us funny. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> now, I saw that same thing and was like, boy, I would not want to stand within five feet of that person. <laughs> That's how scared of him I was, and he's on our team. Yeah. So God yeah. forbid he ever goes to another team, which he has before, but like, man, I would also hate him, I think, based on that interaction. Speaking of uh, Freddie Montero and his history with Portland, to watch uh, the the free kick, actually, that set up the Freddie Montero's goal, his header goal, um, the foul that led to that free kick was Diego Chara fouling Freddie Montero, who then goes and scores the header from, from, the, from the ensuing set piece, right? Um, that, like, I don't know why, but I watched it and I was like, instantly taken back to the copper hog which is a now defunct bar in in bellingham where i went to school was like the last place that i watched freddie montero get fouled by diego chara <laughs> in 2012 i know if you're not allowed to say that you'll that anything positive about portland at all ever but there's something about having played so many matches and it being the first of the season that like it's good to see diego chara still out there running around it's good to see diego Val- valeri out there still running around it's good to see diego valeri F up two penalty kicks and or not, you know, he only 
Uh, yeah, two, I guess. Yeah. He messed up both of them, yeah. and those were both on him. And then immediately gets subbed off, which I think was, the, oh. no, I don't care if you're the captain, you out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I dude. feel like I had to explain to somebody, like uh, to my father-in-law, I was like, he's not, I don't think he's being subbed out because he when missed When is he going to shoot those free kicks. throws? <laughs> In Minnesota, where the Timberwolves <laughs> play. No, he, I think that it was probably planned that he was going to get subbed out around the X number of minutes right because of the match that they played midweek against you know some mexican team and uh the they have a match this weekend or probably midweek as well they have something like five matches in 15 days or something Mm -hmm. um we talked about that on the last pod he was probably getting subbed out to manage his minutes a little bit make sure he's fresh for the next game uh except the timing looked brutal (laughs) and like the the camera just kept cutting back to diego valeri sitting on the sideline looking very sad with his like his little ponytail is like it's like the type of ponytail that you put in like a toddler a little girl's hair to make sure that everybody all of your friends stop saying oh how's your son it's like it's a girl damn it (laughs) i mean spokane things i guess right yeah obviously (laughs) you have to be one pick (laughs) it's not a choice brandon we don't like little boys that look like little girls around here so we step into the uh, into the next frame here, and we look at Seattle Sounders FC on the road again, this time against San Jose Earthquakes, PayPal Park, Wednesday night. It's bedtime o'clock when they start for me, 7.30-ish, whenever whoever's covering it decides to start. I think this is a Joe TV episode for once, which is means maybe it'll start more on time. That's nice. Uh, San Jose currently second in the West with LA Galaxy tied on nine points. They're 3-1-0, and, oh, and that could be three wins and a lot. Yeah, it must be three wins, a loss, and a draw. I see it written different ways with MLS score sheets. Like the they Google are, one is they different are three the, wins. One loss. One loss, no draws. Yeah, with nine points. Yeah. Um, they just And they just beat RSL 2-1 on goals from Wando in the last 10 minutes. Super sub, Wando come, Wondolaski comes on and punishes RSL for not seeing this game through. Yeah, Wando Wondolaski, 38 years old, uh, playing playing on, on the San Jose Earthquakes somehow still. Their big story this season, though, hasn't been Wondolaski, even though he yeah. did get both of those goals those goals against RSL uh 17 year old Cade Cowell has been like not just one of the stories uh for San Jose but one of the stories of MLS like they cannot stop talking about him and then this other kid who has like way too similar of a name uh Caden Clark and at this point I'm sure that like all Gen Z names have to start with Cade of some sort it's like Cade Caden Cater Cade Cade Ski Cade Cade what's your name it's Caterer C- I'm named after my dad <laughs> It's uh I don't I don't know. So Cade Cowell uh is has been scoring goals for San Jose. He's been making some ridiculous assists. I'd say, yeah, Wando's usually the guy that has the Sounders number. He's gonna be the guy that scores goals against the Sounders every time they play. He's just always yeah. the monkey on their back, right? But this year the guy to actually to watch out for is Cade something or other. Cade Cowell, okay, yeah. seventeen years old, man. That's a, I won't even bag on him because he's not even old enough for me to talk smack yet. <laughs> but he's old enough. He's young enough that that literally uh, Chris Wondolowski could be his father. He's like Wondolito. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Wando too. Those two goals took him to one hundred and sixty-eight for his career, just one shy of the mythical one sixty-nine. He'll get it in the realm of the wizard bird. <sighs> So in, in 2020, if you want to look back at, like, what are you going to expect from this game? Yeah, last year was a weird year. Uh, the Sounders played San Jose four times. 
drawing twice zero zero uh but in the grand scheme of things if you take the aggregate of all four of those games the sounders beat san jose 11 to 2 on aggregate i forgot i totally forgot about uh the a 4-1 win is a big win obviously right it's a big mm-hmm. one uh i forgot that the sounders absolutely whomped them 7 to 1 love to see that again yeah i gotta go back and watch those highlights i just want to see it happen again yeah like, I, want it I would to love actually. to see that again as well all right well um let's take a look into our crystal pepsi ball big match tomorrow night wednesday night 7 30 p.m at paypal park not a via stadium anymore. paypal park paypal park, PayPal park is trying to be golden bogan hogan i'm just saying <laughs> this is how it rolls off take a look at your crystal pepsi ball brandon and tell me what you see first of all i gotta say props to you for last uh i think i'm pretty sure you predicted a 2-1 on the last uh you predicted a 3-1 yeah oh okay somebody was giving you credit and i agreed with them and now i'm going to go back and talk you should yeah you should definitely go back and check your no i think you said four one uh four one ah idiot (laughs) 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 i am going to go ahead and say that my crystal pepsi ball prediction is going to have the sounders winning this three to one okay i um gosh i i wish i could say the same thing i'm gonna go ahead and go most dangerous score in soccer gonna go two nil seven to one. Oh yeah yeah you're seven, right two nil seven to minus four <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna win by four birdies wizard birdies <laughs> all right in case this podcast was too long and you didn't listen it's too long didn't listen yeah too long didn't listen brandon's so mad he hasn't been making dick jokes about pickles <laughs> the portland pickles are ridiculous all right too long didn't listen Worst porn title, Cornhole Darts. <laughs> Forgot about that. Too long. Didn't listen. We could become Super Rui Diaz Tattoo Brothers. Dude, don't even joke about that. I would do that. I would do that yeah, right I now. Yeah, I would too. Star, star. We should hit him up. Dude, our next tattoo, star on the neck. <laughs> too, too long. Didn't listen. New Who is out with... Ah, Horse Glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs>